Coming up on the Louis Diaz podcast. The view hit me and it was as if some higher energy was saying to me, this is it, this is what you've been searching for your entire life. And it, it, I just started crying at looking at this this view out in front of me. It was, it was a beautiful experience. Hello and welcome to the Louis Diaz podcast. Every day I come across some of the most incredibly fascinating and authentic people from all walks of life. And together, we're inviting you in to be our special guest as we take you through some of their amazing experiences, adventures, and journeys. So sit back, relax, and I hope you enjoy this episode of the Louis Diaz Podcast. Yes, welcome. Welcome to the Louis Diaz Podcast. I've been looking forward to this. It's been a a long time in the making. Yeah, when I first sort of approached you, you may have been in Mongolia at the time. I think it was back in Mongolia. I think one of the things that really caught my eye about you is that I think you were really honest in in one of your posts about getting closer and closer to your goal of being able to, you know, be a full-time content creator. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah, like there's just this part of me that really loves, you know, that honesty and that striving and that connection that content creators can have with their followers, I guess, and their fans. And yeah, I feel like now more than ever, you're seeing more people be honest and saying, hey, yeah, this is what I'm going for. And thank you everyone for supporting me and stuff like that. And I really love that vulnerability and that honesty and that sincerity. Yeah, you can't you can't just show, you know, the high life all the time. There has to be like the, the I'm a person too. This is not just the highlight reel. Also, there's a, a life behind this. So yeah, you have to show both sides. And so who are you, Nick Bucci? And what kind of journey are you taking us on today? That's a big question. Who am I? I'm still trying to figure that one out, to be completely honest. Um, but the journey that we're going on today is um, we'll be heading off to Europe and then we'll have a short detour off into Middle Earth before back to the Mammoth Steps of Asia. Basically a self-discovery journey. And so where, where did it start, like this um, journey on to finding Middle Earth and uh, sort of living out this fantasy? Right. So it sort of started around 2015. I was in university and not really happy with the direction that I was going in and I thought I need a change. So long story short, once I finished, I um, went over to London to pursue a very different direction. So I went off to be an actor, more or less, and in that time a friend of mine said to me, do you want to go and hike through Iceland? I'm like, yeah, sure, that'd be fun. I think it's in the top ten best hikes in the world that you can do. It's called the Landmannalauga Trail. I've definitely pronounced that wrong. Mm-hmm. But um, it's it's a five-day hike through southern Iceland, and I thought, okay, I've hiked through Nepal, I've uh, hiked through New Zealand, like I've grown up sort of hiking with my family, so I'm, yeah, I can do this. And I'll never forget it for the day I die. It was just the most intense experience I've ever experienced in my life. We were going through and the first day we were hiking from the first hut and the lady at the start, she said, there's a big weather system coming. So you have to skip Mm. the first day and you have to basically do two days in one. Otherwise, you'll be caught in this massive snowstorm and you'll have to wait it out for several days. And we didn't have that time. So it wasn't that far. It was something like 20 kilometers. Mm. But we didn't realize because it was winter, it was around September, that the sun started to set, you know, quite early. So we come up and over this crest and then at the bottom of the hill that was meant to be over this crest was our camp. And as we came up and over, it was this huge valley like this massive big mountains of green and yellow and was lit up Mm. with 
the sun was it was like yellow and orange and because there was rain in the distance there was like this rainbow happening and there was snow off in the mountains behind and the view hit me and it was as if some higher energy was saying to me this is it this is what you've been searching for your entire life and it, it I just started crying but looking at this this view out in front of me it was it was a beautiful experience I'm like this is this is my Bilbo bag in the moment this is my moment where you, you realize what you want to do with the rest of your life you want to see more you want to explore more I was a bit confused at this point about what I wanted to do you know with life and all that stuff and then seeing that view I was like okay I need to I need to see the world I need to see more of this because this is basically what I'm here for is to see see as much as I can in in the short amount of time that we've got and yeah it was a, it was a very powerful moment and then we we walked down and got to camp and, it, and we got a massive storm that came right through, ripped through the valley and it was a, it was a very long night, but it was, it was worth it for that one, that very brief moment in time. Wow, yeah, really powerful. And were you just about to choke up with tears just then because, you know... Yeah, I had to stop myself. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's interesting, right, because we have these experiences sometimes in life when, when we think back to them, they're so... Mm, like that you they bring back it's not just like a visual memory it's a feeling right and that feeling is intense yeah it's it's so it was so raw because it was a long day it was worn out you could it was everything was sore and then just this moment just reignited this deep fire from within was like it was just the feeling of being so so alive and so connected and so real in that moment because there's you know so much is especially you know me being on social media quite actively being connected to the real world it just it sort of it, it all pulled in at once and it was just it was it was a wonderful moment so it sounds like your first kind of real adventure that you had right it doesn't sound like there was much that happened before this that sort of inspired you in in this kind of way or was there was there something else like you know some journeys that you'd been on earlier in life that sort of said to you yeah i need something bigger now it's well i mean I, it's interesting i it's a very good question, I will say. Um, I sort of, I mean, I went to, to London and that really opened my eyes to the rest of the world because there wasn't much in the way of, you know, seeking more. So I always felt like I needed to, I need to see more, I need to do more. And then London sort of gave me that, that stepping stone. Mm. But in terms of real adventure, that was the first. Like it, many other things happened during that hike. I nearly got thrown off a mountain in gale force wind. We had to sort of camp out in a sheep shed for several hours because this huge storm came through and, you know, walking across a glacier and half the glacier snapped off that we were walking across. So it was all, mm. it was a very, it was a big adventure. And yeah, it was the first real adventure. Yeah. So I guess after Iceland, which sounds like such an incredible first adventure, like such a wild experience, I guess you're headed back to London, right? And you're getting back into the swing of acting. Is that how it went? Yeah, and it was very much like I got back and I, it was only five days. It was only sort of five or six days in Iceland, but it was so intense and it was as if I was there for three or four weeks. That's how it felt because it was just every minute you were just so present for everything and that's what sort of, I guess, reignited this, this desire for wanting more, wanting adventure and um, not wanting to sort of settle for a mediocre life, let's say. So when I got back to London, it was all very much like, oh, I don't know if I want to keep doing this. Like this is, it, it was a wonderful experience, but it was also very routine. And then 
I thought, oh, you know, can I keep living like this? Can I keep doing the the nine to five or, you know, the grind, let's say. And then COVID happened sort of, I don't know, six or eight months later. And I was forced to come back to Australia at that point. And I think that was a very big blessing in disguise. Well, I know it was a blessing in disguise. And in that time, I went and did some other things like I walked from Sydney to Newcastle, which was a 270-kilometre walk mm. over two weeks. So, like, that wow. was a big experience to, to sort of push the realms of, well, we can't travel, so what's the closest thing I can do that feels like travelling? And that was that was one of the things I did. And then, you know, then I went to Mongolia, as you saw, and did a little mini lap around Asia and Europe before coming back here only a week ago. And I guess since Iceland, have you been able to sort of, you know, re capture that feeling again did you find it in mongolia did you find it in europe or has that moment in iceland always been sort of like that peak and within you is there a searching for that sort of next feeling that reminds you of that feeling you had in iceland um no it's interesting because i thought that maybe it might happen in mongolia but it didn't it i think iceland just was it that was the moment that sort of opened my eyes up to uh everything and um, so yeah, I haven't been sort of chasing or chasing the next high, to, to so to speak. I haven't been looking mm. to recreate that feeling. It's more like that was the feeling that kicked off this desire to be closer to nature, to, to see more and to be present more and experience as much as I can as in the short time that we have. Yeah, I love the way you put that. Tell me, like, what have you got in store now moving forward into the future? What are you looking forward to? How do you see your work changing and what you're doing in your life sort of evolving? It's interesting. Like, the the social media is a relatively untapped resource in that you can create a life for yourself where you can be free. Like, that, it does offer that to you. And there's not many avenues in any sort of work that allow you to be so free as, as social media. And, yes, it is a grind. Yes, you know, some people don't get it. But if you don't try, it's never going to work kind of thing to use that cliche. Mm. Um, so I think the, like the way forward is putting a lot more energy and effort into that because it is starting to show fruits after all these years. So it's, it's it feels like this is what I want to do and this is what I need to do because this is what brings me the most purpose is the social media. So, yeah, going forward is going to be a lot more active on social media. Mm. I'm still kind of like trying to maybe squeeze it out of you somehow. I'm not sure. But there's something about some of your reels that just really gets me. Like they're emotional. They are they're the kind of thing that you stop and think about. You don't just flick through. The quotes that you pair up with your images, they make you think. They make you feel something. You know, what are you trying to do when you create that? Are you creating stuff for yourself? Are you trying to tell yourself a story or pump yourself up? Or are you really motivated by, you know, feeding others that inspiration? Uh, I'm definitely not telling myself that. Um, I spent a lot of my younger years using specific motivational talks and videos and speeches, you know, to kick me into gear because mm. I, you know, wasn't someone who was initially wanted to push myself because, oh, if you push yourself out of your comfort zone, it's scary, it's uncomfortable. No one likes being uncomfortable. But, you know, watching and consuming that positive energy made me move forward and made me do what I'm doing now. And I think if I could sort of give that kick to even just one person, 
then my work is done because someone out there needs to hear this the sometimes uncomfortable reality that you know we're all going to die one day so if you are thinking of something and then you you know you haven't acted on it you have to act on it because this is it's, it's going to be there and you're not going to get to the end of your life and go I'm glad I didn't act on that feeling that I've been wanting to do for 50 years but sometimes you just need that little extra push so I, I want to put a lot more work into that and create more I don't want to use the word content but to create more content to push myself forward and to to use that as an avenue to be able to explore and tell more stories and and see as much as possible because there is so much out there and we always forget when we hear about all the the problems that are happening in you know locally and internationally we'll always forget how beautiful this planet is and its people are and we need that push forward which is why i pair the quotes with the beautiful imagery because yeah it, it does <laughs> it does inspire <laughs> i don't yeah it does inspire yeah, when you pair up some of those quotes with those images, do you just sit there and go, God, that's good. Like, that's just so good. I feel that. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes. I've, or I watch something. I think there was one I put out very recently. And, yeah, there's sometimes you just you hear some speech or some part of a movie quote and it's like, wow, it hits you so hard. Mm. And it's like, I know that I can use this platform to spread that energy because... You know, in the day-to-day life, you, you forget about certain things. Like, you know, I think this this one that I'm talking about is, it says we're, we're growing up, we might not see each other, you know, as much as we used to, but I'm glad we met because we created these memories together. It's like, you know, you, you need to hear that sometimes. And the general media doesn't tell you these things, so... Yeah, you're right. You know, and the reason I ask you those questions is because I'm interested, you know, like where, where do you get your inspiration from and why is it that you share this kind of stuff? Because it's, I've, for me, it feels unique, right? Because they're your images. And then somehow you've found some kind of quote to pair it up to that image. And it just works so well. Um, but I love that it's a flow on effect, right? You've been inspired by certain images and quotes and, and movies growing up and that you feel like there's not enough of that stuff out there it needs to be sort of perpetuated yeah well i mean there is i mean i've there's there's so many inspirations like the, the inspiration for mongolia for example was um there was a show several years ago it was called um the long way around by york mcgregor and charlie borman when they rode mm-hmm. motorbikes from london to los angeles or oh, sorry london new york they rode motorbikes and they went through mongolia i'm like i need to see mongolia like that's what convinced me to go there and then just yeah to see it and to experience it and then you know you hear all these things especially um in the west how you know dangerous it is and when i said oh, i'm going to mongolia people go oh, is it dangerous like is it gonna be safe when you go there i'm like yeah of course it will be you know it's as safe as ever anywhere else like it's so you know it's it's the the fear of the unknown and that's what stops people from step out their comfort zone is the unknown because mm. comfort it's it's nice being comfortable i think everyone can agree but it doesn't help you grow forward and move yeah it's pretty interesting you're right and i think for myself there's i think what's kind of held me back sometimes is a fear of the unknown too And it's like an invisible fear as well because it is a fear of the unknown. So you can't quite put your finger on what it is that's holding you back, but yet something is. Yeah, sure. Well, I mean, you know, you, I I said it today, like, you know, I I believe comfort is a killer because you, you do get so used to the everyday and, you know, the things around you that you know and, you know, the 
the relationships and connections that you build all around you and to leave that and you know either start again or to venture somewhere that's without control like you can't control certain aspects as soon as you leave your comfort zone you've relinquished control and that is a very scary thing for everyone to have to deal with to let go of everything they know and try something completely different and lots of people just don't want to do that it's completely normal so yeah allowing or having a medium to say it's okay to do that be free if that's what you want to do then you know it's, it's nice to be able to express that yeah i really love um that you're of that kind of vibe because now i'm starting to understand why i'm so attracted to your work it's because you do your work for the same reason i do right for me telling these stories is a way of being able to hopefully get in someone's ear someday and allow them to hear all of the adventures that you've had and my previous guests and my future guests have had and think i need to do that i need to get out of bed one day and just do that yeah for sure and then you know someone can be watching or you know viewing countless hours of something or other that they think they want to do or be or see and or you know they could be studying or they could be doing anything right and then what they see one thing or they experience one thing as i did and it hits them so hard it's like i need to go off in that direction because it it's triggered this this want or desire from deep inside and you can't explain it you don't know when it's going to happen but um yeah to to have a medium to do that is it's a wonderful thing with what you're doing yeah i appreciate it and you too you know I'm, i was sort of flicking through your pre-production document that you so diligently filled out and you put so much effort into one of the questions was what did you learn about yourself and or others and you said that to get anything done you can only ever rely on yourself mm. and yes yeah i find that interesting i want i want you to expand on that a little bit because you know it kind of sounds like a bit defeated in a way of the idea of community or am i looking oh, at it the wrong way um yeah i mean i didn't i didn't, definitely didn't write it like that i meant it in the sense that like only you are going to push yourself forward like if you're you know you'll want you're sitting on an idea if you're sitting on a dream everyone your your entire community to use that example can tell you to do it but none of none of them are going to be able to get you to do it except for you so you to rely on yourself is to to trust yourself and to love yourself and and be comfortable with yourself enough to go you know what i'm going to do this and you know I've, you can have all the support in the world and everyone says you know i've got your back if anything goes wrong i'm here for you but that's never going to push you enough only you can tell yourself i have to go and do this mm. this certain thing so that's what that means mm, yeah i like that and yeah i resonate with that a lot now actually because it's so true yeah it reminds me of of a really great quote that i just seem to have forgotten there you go but another the next thing you wrote was you can't please everyone so make sure you give yourself some love mm. yeah well i mean i i was very much a people pleaser i would always try and you know please everyone around me so then because you're giving your energy to everyone you inadvertently don't give yourself that much love and attention and that ties into allowing yourself to trust yourself and to um be with yourself so if you give yourself some love and you, you give that energy to you then you can allow yourself to truly be the best version of yourself that you can be mm, yeah i love that 
And there was another question I asked as well. It was, how has your journey changed you, if so? And you wrote, you can take absolute control of your life through the decisions you make and where you came from doesn't define your character. Mm-hmm. You, yeah, I mean, you can take control of your life. I mean, to trust yourself and to love yourself and to give yourself the freedom to express yourself, then you can take control of your life. And, you know, it doesn't matter where you've come from. As I use an example of someone who motivated me, which might be a bit contentious, and I will explain this, but Arnold Schwarzenegger, he was just a little kid in Austria who said he was going to be this person and he gave himself the trust and the and the love to be like I'm going to go and do this thing and that's where my life's going to go and he just he gave it his all, his all and he became what he said he was going to become he only did that because he took full control of his life and said I'm going to go do that so that was a someone who's motivated me in my life mm. for all those reasons yeah and his his story it's still mind-blowing with whether you're an Arnie fan or not like you can't yeah exactly yeah because yeah. it doesn't matter about whole i mean i don't look at it from his i don't know about you but his political stories or his you know his filming or his, his movies that he's made or anything it's none of that it's just the fact that he said i'm gonna go do this thing and i'm gonna you know give it all i've got and hopefully it works and it did Mm. So to me, it seems like, you know, throughout your life, there's been a lot of characters, whether they be fiction or, or non-fictional characters that have influenced you through, you know, their actions and how they sort of took control of their life and went on an adventure. And then it feels to me now that you're one of those characters that you are becoming, if not, you have become one of those characters and are doing that for others. Yeah, well, it's... Um it does kind of feel like that because I was the the nervous, the, the shy kid growing up. I was um, sort of I wasn't very comfortable in my skin. So, but being able to take control of that, I've been able to to change my mindset and my outlook on on life, and yeah, make strong decisions about how I'm going to move forward. And that's been very nice. It's been very nice to sort of look back on that. Mm. So, I guess you've taken us through Europe with that short detour through Middle Earth before heading across the mammoth steppes of Central Asia. And then what? What happens next in Nick Butchie's story? Um, Well, next I have decided to... um, I'm moving down to Tasmania, so that's happening in two weeks. And the reason for that is because I need somewhere cold. I don't like the heat very much. So Tasmania has got mountains, it's got it's got snow and it's got adventure and I want to be close to that. The more I've gotten older, the more I want to have that as accessible as possible to me. And I feel like Tasmania has as much of that on offer in Australia. So that's the, the plan moving forward is to go off down there, see if I like it. I'm gonna, my plan is give it a couple of years and then um, go from there. I still have plans to to get on a motorbike and travel around the world, but I want to give Tasmania a chance first. Mm, yeah, that'd be an epic adventure. And I, I imagine it would take some quite some preparation, right? Yeah, well, um, it does. The amount of work I put in during 2020, just like writing up quotes, and I'm actually, I've still got one of the quotes for a bike plus all the gear on my corkboard up there at the moment. But yeah, there's a lot of preparation and then you have to sort of figure out visas and, you know, visas for the bikes and, and transport and everything like that and obviously getting across the oceans and everything. Yeah, there's a lot of planning to do. So that'll, that'll come when it needs to come. Yeah, wow. It seems like you're not just a man of images, but 
a man of words as well. Like quotes really are the thing that light your fire. They're, they're your catalyst almost. Yeah, they're a medium. In a world of swipeable media, There, you need to be able to resonate to some things because otherwise life gets very superficial. So to be able to resonate with something, I truly feel can can change your day. And like I think I got a message yesterday or someone said, I really need to hear this today. Thank you. Mm. So it's, it's nice. I read to that too. Yeah. yeah. It was nice. I'm like, oh, yeah. And it is good to get those messages here and there. Yeah, it is. I, I think that's one of the rewarding parts of the labor of love that is us doing the work that we do. When it resonates with someone, just even one person, you're like, oh, that's right. I remember why I'm doing this now. Mm, yeah, exactly. In the social media space, you, to a degree, you do chase the analytics because that that's the medium that, you know, says that people are resonating with your mm your work and that's and you know people are seeing it and because they're seeing it it's it's making an impact and and messages and comments like those that i mentioned are reminders that you are sort of making a difference and you are making someone's day better and you know that person we're never going to meet but somehow we connected on the vast sphere that is the internet and it's um it's been a positive connection instead of just swiping away and then instantly forgetting what it was Mm. I guess, look, we've gone through everything now. We've gone through your inspiration. We've gone through a bit of your journey and who you are and the stories that you want to tell, you know, what you want to do next, what you might have planned for the future. It seems like there's probably not a better time than now to thank you for agreeing to be part of the Louis Diaz podcast. And Oh, it's been a pleasure, mate. Yeah, and tell your story. You're such a mm, captivating creator. I left the word content out. Did you see that? <laughs> well, look, I appreciate that. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. It, it's it was well, it has been it's been great chatting to you. I've, I've really enjoyed this. Yeah. It is, it's nice to put thoughts to, well, put thoughts out in the open like this and to discuss them. Yeah, and, and your work. I mean, it really does. It inspires me. You know. It's, one of see the, my work is done I can retire yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> that was your goal to inspire me thank you No, um, yeah I mean like there is a, so much content on there but not much of it makes me stop and think and feel like yours does oh, I, I appreciate that because it's um, yeah there, there is a lot of work that goes into it and yeah there are a lot of thoughts so it, it's nice to it's nice to hear that it's um, it's doing what it's intended to do hmm and I guess at the end of every episode, I pretend there's a live audience here in the studio. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I guess, I mean, if you didn't have anything else to add on three, we could just do it. All right, three, let's two, go. All right, three, two, one. Woo! Three, two, one. Yay. Awesome. I did it. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the Louis Diaz podcast. To find out more about any of our guests and catch additional photos and content from this episode, find us on Instagram at Louis Diaz Podcast.